0: Welcome back to the Stripe Podcast. I don't know, Scotty seemed like a pretty low-key, chill, no, no breaking news week to me. No,
1: no, nothing happening. Like you it know, feels free agency like agency is calming down a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, it feels like we
0: ha- don't even need to talk about the Yankees. Don't nope. need to talk about any more ridiculous contracts. And seems like this might be a quickie pop-in, pop-out kind of episode.
1: Oh, yeah, just like a, just like every episode we've had in the last three
0: weeks. Yeah, yeah, except for, you know, there's just one semi-major storyline in that this random free agent who I did not even think was on the Yankees' radar, Aaron Judge, was not only obviously signed just a few weeks ago, but they had a press conference for him 99 days from opening day and named him captain. Of the New York Yankees? I believe the 16th in history. Did you hear about that? Yeah, one? yeah I that heard about bit? it, but
1: I'm, I'm not following it too closely.
0: Oh, my God. Scotty's getting a phone call. I
1: have not.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Wow. <laughs> um. Wow, that's just really shit on the joke, Scotty. Jesus Christ. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, obviously, the, hu- the biggest... Uh, there weren't many Yankee storylines to follow this week, um, which I think was almost on purpose... Um, in terms of, of the Yankees, because on Tuesday morning at 10 a.m., there was the official press conference with Aaron Judge, not only announcing his contract and his signing, but I I was watching it and I knew the second that Derek Jeter walked in the room, it was him being named captain of the New York Yankees Scotty I know you Didn't watch the Press conference Because some people Value their sleep Other people have To wake up for jobs um,
1: Get my break in Alright When
0: you Did eventually Rise at Two in the afternoon What were your Thoughts when you Saw that
1: I mean this is Something that we Spoke about We talked about it During the season Yeah we talked about This for like a year Now like We were saying Like his he. We weren't even sure If he was gonna be A Yankee back again But we're like If he's a Yankee Whenever the next time he puts that jersey on, he's going to be captain. And we knew it was going to happen. And I was talking to you about this today. It's, it's reasonable. It is Aaron Judge is representative, I feel, of this captain's role on his play on the field, on his personality on the field, on his, what he does off the field, everything like that. It really encapsulates you know, what they want as this captain image to be. Like there's nobody else on the team that I would see that role. You can't no. give it to anybody else. Nobody else has been there long. This is a player who's now a Yankee for his entire career. And there's nobody else on the team who has that going. And mm-hmm. there's nobody else on the team who has that work uh, the work ethic you see Judge has, that team first mentality. He was having that since he since year 2. You saw that from him, him having that team first mentality where he will go and, you know, act like he's not the main guy in the team. He was MVP this year. 62 home runs. He was doing things nobody has seen in 60 years, but he was still going and putting New York first. There was not a lot of times there where I feel like he was personable, or not personable, but like selfish. Selfish. And so, you know, I I feel like he really has shown, even through injury and everything like that, he played through a broken rib.
0: It's my favorite thing about him. Stupid, but favorite Favorite. thing about him. Yeah,
1: but, like, he's really shown throughout the years that I feel like he deserves this captain's role. And, I mean, it's not something easy to come by. 16 since, like, 18... (laughs) 60, 18, something. Since, like, spoken word existed. A very, very long time. There have only been 16, and one of them were co-captains. Yeah. So it's not even, there's been 15 technical, like, timelines where there's been a captain. It's not an easy feat, especially for the Yankees, and it's great to see that he does it, it, and I think he fully deserves it.
0: I I agree. You know, we talked a little bit about, or at least I did. I don't know if you had read the piece, but Nestor wrote a piece in the athletic earlier this season, um, where it wasn't about judge. It was about how Nestor felt very blessed to be where he was. And he, he had this like piece in it where he's like, we all are just hanging out. We'll all just be hanging out in a hotel room. And I'm in there with world series winners and MVP caliber talent and future hall of famers. And I'm just Nestor, which is the cutest little thing that that man could have written. Um, but in that piece he talked a lot about how no matter if they won, if they lost, if he played well, if the team played well, whatever, nobody left the locker room last year or even the year before until Aaron Judge left the locker room. Even before being given the C, he was he was the captain cuz he is he's not only New York Yankee. He's not only the New York Yankees. He is not only New York baseball. He is all of Major League Baseball. And not to obvi- – i I'm about to compare him to Derek Jeter, and I would like to make it very clear that I'm not saying that Derek Jeter was not worthy of the captainship because he 150% was. He was the captain. He was the man, right? But Aaron Judge is rookie of the year. He was MVP this year as, obviously, 14 All-Star um, – Appearances, multiple World Series MVP wins for Derek Jeter, but never a full season MVP, right? So there are some things that Aaron Judge has, has done that top the previous captain, right? As much as, you know, people are probably going to argue with the length of his contract and if he can continue to stay healthy, Aaron Judge broke the American League home run record this year. That automatically pretty much guarantees him to go into the Hall of Fame right? And he's 30. He still has nine years at, at, at least left of his Major League Baseball career. Who knows what he'll do in those next nine years? In the next four years, we're expecting huge, great things, right? So I think, like Scotty said, with both his performance on the field and the way that his teammates and everybody respects him off of the field, it makes complete sense. And with the press conference, Aaron Boone, the way that he talked about him, I know that we, Scotty and I, one of our favorite hobbies is ripping on Aaron Boone because he's just so frustrating sometimes. Um, but you could, just the way that he talked about Aaron Judge and he would, he, he told this story about how they, he went up to Aaron Judge in the locker room one time and he was like, oh, not a good game for me today. You know, a double and two walks. First of all, very good game. <laughs> And, and he realized he was like, oh, a double two walks and a dive and catch in right field. And then he's like, oh, I reflect. And was like, oh, you actually did have a good game. But Aaron Judge was able to look him in the face and be like, I'll be better tomorrow. And I think that that's a, a mentality that is so easy to lose sometimes is, especially when you're at a level of your, you're a professional athlete. You are the best of the best. never mind Aaron Judge now being the best of the best of the best. I don't think I emphasized the right best there, but you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, in that he's always trying to get better, and that mentality really helps to lift everybody around them. Um, one thing that I we talked about a little bit earlier, and I agreed with him when he said it, but I just wanted to know like, if you, I don't know, read into it a little more, but when Hal Steinbrenner was talking at the press conference, he said that, and he told judge this at the end of the season is that he to house Steinbrenner, Aaron judge was never not a Yankee. There was never, he was never a free agent to house Steinbrenner. He was just someone, he was not just someone, but he was somebody that was a Yankee on the last day of the season. And he was a Yankee up until the day before he signed his contract. He was always a Yankee. Um, and we had kind of agreed with, or I had talked about that. I don't want to say we agreed. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But all offseason, all season, I never doubted that the Yankees were going to get Aaron Judge. Did you feel the same way that me and my good boy Hal felt?
1: Yeah, no, I, th- I think 100%. And you could tell by the way that we talk about it and the way that Judge went through the free agent process. Is a Judge wanted to be a Yankee. Yeah. But Judge also wanted to be a businessman. He so he went and he could have went and just spoke to all these teams, but he went spoke to these teams and went back to the Yankees and was like, hey, this this is what this team's giving me. Like, he very much could have had that availability of just going and saying, I'm just gonna go out on my own, and if another team wants me, another team wants me. But he had it in his head that he wants to be a Yankee and he wanted to be there. But at the same time, he kind of knew his worth and was like, okay, I can kind of. Get money that I deserve
0: He's like am I Am I worth something <laughs> Like
1: he could have he, But he Little still Little me He went He went to go and get money But he always knew That the Yankees would be willing there And he kept contact with the Yankees Because that's where he wanted to go He wasn't just going and Screwing around the Yankees And being like Ah these guys are giving me more money These guys are giving me more money These guys are giving me more, more money He could have went And just Ditched out The what Jacob
0: DeGrom did Yeah,
1: ditched out on the Yankees and could have just been like, San Fran, eight years or whatever, whatever, Um, passing, or not passing. um, Padres,
0: 10 10 for four. Yeah,
1: just something wild like that and just sign that off and then could have done that. But he wanted to have that communication to stay with New York. He still wanted to stay with New York because that shows where he really wanted to be. But at the same time, if the Yankees weren't going to give it to him, he still knew the climate of the sport. And they, everybody knew what it was going to be like. He's gotta, he's gotta make money, <laughs> like,
0: and and he's not gonna get the most. Mu- he deserves right. He deserve. I personally believe that he deserves the money that he's been given. I think some people are a little ridiculous. Um, when obviously yes, nine year contracts are a bold choice. Yes, whatever. Blah 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 blah. But I just lost my train of thought. So that just got really awkward because I had a good point. Oh, where was I going with that? Aaron Judge is worth the money. I, oh, he has every right to go off and and see what he's worth because he's going to. It. I got it. I got it back. <laughs> it. It would look almost. I don't want to say desperate, but if he just went to the Yankees and it was like. Give me whatever, and I'll stay. That's, that's bad business. The Better Business Bureau would be all over him. <laughs> like, what, uh, what are you doing? You I need think to hold yourself. A, you're a value to all of baseball in every sense. On the field, off the field, marketing, fan engagement. There is not a... Having Aaron Judge on your team, there's not a negative to it. There's not people who... And we'll talk about him later. With Carlos Correa, right? There are people... We are a part of the people who just hate the guy, right? And we'll talk about him and the San Francisco and the Met mess, all of that. But San Francisco signing him would have been a power play because Dodger fans hate Carlos Correa, Mm -hmm. right? But the Dodgers could never sign Carlos Correa because Dodger fans hate Correa. There was no issue with that with Judge. Judge is marketable to everybody except maybe Sox fans.
1: But even Sox fans thought they were going to get him.
0: That's true. Sox fans thought they were going to get everybody, and then they got nobody. Nobody. They
1: actually, <laughs> they actually lost more people. They
0: actually can, I don't think they can field a, a team. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's
1: that's that key idea that I think is a little bit of an old timey idea people would see, um, and kind kind of needs to get retired a little bit. That idea that these that these people are willing to get pay cuts yeah. to go and win and look that happens every once in a while. The last person I've. I've no did that was Tom Brady. Tom Brady did that for football. That's the last time I remember somebody ever taking a pay cut Do for that not get it's, me started But it's on it's Mr. but I know, but it's the same it's it's the idea here that it's the New York Yankees, and in almost all these situations, you are talking about teams with a shit ton of money.
0: With one could say a quadrillion billion dollars.
1: There should be no issues unless it's a team that is especially Poverty, and even in that point, the they still aren't that bad, because the owners have, as you said, a quadrillion billion, billion, billion dollars. dollars. <laughs> Steve Cohen. That that money, that the actual money in the middle of it doesn't matter
0: that you much. Make, especially signing a guy like Aaron Judge, and, and, and talking- I, I, obviously we're not here to talk about the contract anymore, but. He's going to—you're going to make all of that money back in the first year.
1: And at the same point, there is—especially it's baseball, there is no max contract. There is no maximum. You can you give luxury tax or whatever, but there's no maximum money that you can spend. Yeah. And so there's no—it's not like Aaron Judge signing a contract here is going to be like, oh, now they can't spend the money elsewhere. No. They can spend as much money as they want to elsewhere. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Look what our neighbors
0: are doing <laughs> Exactly
1: <laughs> Like it, it, it's It's something that doesn't It shouldn't matter The contract that Judge signed To see if he's Willing to be a Yankee or not If he's willing If he's deserving of the captain's role or not
0: Yeah I, I agree Overall great to see it happen Um It's beautiful beautifully done beautifully done um and then this morning thursday morning we had another press conference of we got to see a clean shaven carlos rodon officially join the new york yankees uh said that he always wanted to be a yankee pretty much i'm not gonna lie i saw on twitter someone was like garrett cole gave him flashcards on what to say and he just memorized it and just (laughs) told this is how you get the new york press to like you (laughs) yeah um but so just just fun things that the Yankees did with numbers. Um, so obviously Tuesday was Aaron Judge's signing. It was 99 days from opening day, and then Thursday was Carlos Rodon signing. Rodon is wearing 55, which I'm going to circle back to, and it is 55 days until pitchers and catchers show up. Oh, and tomorrow, Carlos Correa has his press conference. I
1: don't know how well that attaches to numbers. but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that one doesn't attach to numbers. It's
0: just <laughs> okay. so funny that they're just like, press conference, press conference, press conference. Um, but the Carlos Rodon press conference, I have one thing that leads into other things that I want to say. Uh, well, actually, I have two things. One, Matt Blake was there, and Matt Blake, Aaron, Boone, Matt said Blake. In, Aaron Boone said in his speech that Matt Blake was not going to sign back until they signed Carlos Rodon. If we missed out on Rodon and lost Matt Blake in one fail swoop, I would have died. Um, but Matt Blake was at the press conference, which means Matt Blake is back on staff. Thank you. Oh. Let's <laughs> go! All I care about. <laughs> um, but whenever Cashman talked about it, or Boone talked about it, or Mr. Crazy Glasses talked about it, uh, <laughs> um, Every time we talked about our starting rotation, they made sure to name everybody's names, right? They'd be like, Rodon is going to be such a great addition with Cole, Sevi, Nestor, and Montas. And it was that was the order. The order is Cole, Rodon, Sevi, Nestor, Montas. And they never, ever said a great addition to our starting rotation, which this is important because right before the press conference, something leaked, I don't remember who it was from, that the Yankees and the Pirates are engaged in conversation for left fielder and lefty hitter, hot, hot trade commodity, Brian Reynolds, but the Pirates want starting pitching. Now, stick with me on my conspiracy here, Scotty.
1: I'm sticking.
0: So the Pirates want starting pitching. The Yankees, right now, have yeah, starting pitching. Arguably, probably the best starting rotation in baseball. We have up there. We might have to compete with the Mets. And the Astros. But the Astros lost Verlander. Yeah, they
1: lose Verlander, but they also... Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's 100% undoubted. It's, it's up five. there. It's top five. It's undoubt. top five. Yeah.
0: Undoubt. Yeah. Um, but, so we're not looking to move our, our top five. However... What number, Scotty, did I say that Carlos Rodon is wearing? Uh,
1: a familiar number. I feel like I saw it worn by somebody last year that we... You have. You seem to have a, a, a bit of a hatred against. He's not my favorite. Um, was it Mr. Domingo Armand?
0: Domingo Herman does, in fact, currently... Well, not currently anymore, but did, in fact, wear number 55 for the New York Yankees. Just a brief overview for anybody who's like, oh my God, why does Lexi not like Domingo Herman? Um, he slapped his girlfriend in front of the Yankees. Um not in
1: front of Cece.
0: Yeah, in front Never of in, at, at a CeCe, of Cece Sabathia event. He just and uh, call me a little bit progressive here, but I don't really feel the need to pay abusers um the amount of money that professional athletes get paid. You know, call me call me bold for saying that, Scotty. <laughs> but just saying um however Domingo Herman's number has been snatched right from under him. And now let's circle back to those those boys in Pittsburgh, right? Scotty, what position did they say they wanted in, in exchange for Brian Reynolds? I think they
1: wanted a, a starting pitcher that and, wasn't that we, we probably didn't name in our press conference.
0: Yeah, and, and in our press conference, we made sure that we brought up that all, our starting rotation. And you want to know whose name was left out of that starting rotation? Even though last year, I have to admit, they were a pretty good starter. Mr. Herman? Mr. Herman. Now, I'm not saying it's a lock. Me and me and me and Cash, we haven't been on the phone recently, you know. I haven't I haven't gotten a chance to chat with Brian, Brian Cashman lately. We've both been a little busy here. Holiday season, time to get crazy. But one could say you could sell and should be able to sell Domingo Herman as a top of the line starter, especially for a team with as bad pitching as the Pittsburgh Pirates. Do you agree, Scotty?
1: We should easily be able to.
0: And maybe, maybe, because Domingo Herman is, even against my better, better want, a top of the line starter. You could maybe even dump Aaron Hicks in there if you package it with a prospect or two.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I think you can easily throw that in. I don't know how much else you need because you're going like, hey, he's a starting pitcher. Here's an outfielder to replace him. Granted, it's barely an outfielder to replace Yeah, me. that's, that's, whoa, uh, there. That's a big, that big job. Frogs big and jump. toads there, dude. But at the same time, could we be like, hey, we'll throw Aaron Hicks in, but it's, like, we don't. We don't need to. All we'll be doing is getting rid of that roster spot.
0: I would love to throw Aaron Hicks in uh, there. Yeah, but you want to like, know who I also want to throw in there? Former MVP Josh Donaldson. <laughs> but alas, they but like, have a, the Pirates have a good third baseman. And I, uh, yeah, I'm
1: just saying, like you know, we throw it in there of like we we don't have to throw Hicks in there because we are getting the outfielder.
0: So do you think? I'm, no, I'm, not saying, do you we think need, I'm Hicks, not saying we
1: need Hicks. Do you I'm,
0: think Hicks makes the deal less attractive? I think so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's more or less what I'm saying. Because you know what, if we Just keep Hicks, say it. If, we keep, sucks. if we keep Hicks, he's going down. He's he's not starting at all. He may not even be on the on the on the roster the the, the 26 man. But you know, we'll see. Well, it's it's up to. T- I think it's an extremely probable thing because exactly as you're saying, you know it. I'm looking at the 40 man we have right now, and if anything goes wrong, we are in a a little bit of a situation of missing uh, outfielders. With starting pitchers. Oh, starting pitchers. We have Herman. Like if we don't have Herman, well,
0: Schmidt, you also. But we have Heal Michael King. Well. Heels coming back.
1: That's kind of the point where I'm at. Where we're like we don't have. a I time, know you're I anti like-
0: Mike. Uh, listen, we both love Michael King in that long reliever. But we also know that the Yankees have been trying to pitch him and Schmidt in starting position. Clark Schmidt, you piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> but I I see what you mean is that we can get in a tight spot if something happens there. But it's just, it's just how the chips have fallen. That just looks like something that could possibly happen. Yeah. You know? I don't want to. I don't want to get too crazy here um but overall very exciting um to have rodon joining us um curry asked him some questions in his interview um for the most part in san francisco um rodon was a two-pitch pitcher fastball slider um but he said did he throw his no hitter with the so- white socks Yes. Yes, right?
1: Pretty sure. Yeah, it wouldn't have been. It would not have been with the San Francisco Giants. It would not have Giants. been with the San Francisco
0: Giants. Um, he, yeah, he threw but ball. he said, you know, when Curry asked him about that, you know, are you planning on utilizing any of your other pitches? Um, Rodon, which if it's with the White Sox, that's fantastic because it was three years ago and he knew the exact number of changeups he threw. Yeah. He said, <laughs> I threw 26 changeups in my no hitter. I would like to use my changeup more. Which.
1: That's that, That's for for. That's crazy to know. Exactly. I mean, obviously, like that, the no hitter like, was a big deal. No, it's a big deal. But knowing how much, not how much pitches you threw or something like that. That's one thing. You know how many pitches, how many strikes or something like that. But knowing your probably least used or second to least least used pitch. Yeah. How many you threw all the way back then? Because you know all the way back then he knew about his changeup and how it wasn't great, but he was not as focused on it.
0: No. Um, and now
1: he's he, he remembers exactly like, you know, it went r- well, but like think I could have thrown another no hitter if I knew it to throw a changeup. Well, <laughs> exactly
0: because apparently the the San Francisco Giants said that something about the he got harder contact off of his changeup, so they didn't want him to use it. Scotty, you put Carlos Rodon and Matt Blake in the same room for two hours. Maybe toss Garrett Cole in there for just a little bit, just because he's also. A nerd. You throw you throw
1: Ron in there, you throw Tommy in there. Oh. Get some good changes in there. You throw Tommy.
0: You know who I can't I can't wait for Tommy Canley and Garrett Cole to interact. <laughs> I also That is actually gonna be so. Also, I would as, pay good money to see him interact with Anthony Rizzo, because I think that would be fun. But also DJ LeMayu. No. <laughs> No. I feel like DJ you would just be look at him. Brick wall. DJ would just look at him and be like, "You need to go away." I think
1: I think DJ Lemayhew will sit there if they're in the dugout. DJ LeMahieu will sit there. Tommy Canley will be talking to him. DJ will never look over, never say a thing, and that conversation will last 25 minutes.
0: And and Tommy will walk away and be like, "Me and DJ just had the best conversation." And DJ will be like, "I need to go sit in the room in silence." And not
1: fucking docked no, him I do I do want to see Tommy Canley and Garrett Cole on off days. That will be so fun. That so will be hilarious. Fun.
0: So fun, so fun, so fun. I also Tommy I I just honestly I'm just yes, I'm happy about the Rodon signing. Yes, of course I'm happy about the Aaron Judge signing. Tommy Canley coming back into our lives is the single best thing <laughs> Because I didn't feel heartbreak until I saw that Tommy Canley was being signed by the Dodgers. And now, it's like being reunited with a long-lost love. You know, it's not like you separated on bad terms. You broke up because of distance. And now you're in the same place. And that, both physically and emotionally, and here you are reunited. Um, But let's talk about the Yankee outfield a little bit here, right? As, As our... Well, I digress. With the signing of Carlos Rodon, we had to drop someone off of our 40-man roster and unfortunately and, and sadly it was Lucas Lucky. Um I have a few things to say about this and I want to get your opinion too because we we very briefly texted about it but not anything crazy. Yeah. Um but so his stats in his two seasons as a Yankee was 107 games, 129 and a third pitched, 138 strikeouts to 32 walks, a 271 ERA, and a 2-3 war. What makes you what what do you think made the Yankees take out an effective re- left-handed reliever versus taking, and I mean this with all the kindness in my heart lost at sea, Devi Garcia off the 40 man roster.
1: I'm going to be honest.
0: I don't know. And like, are you actively looking at our 40 man roster?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Are you,
0: do you see anybody else that is like, why? Cause l- listen, first of all, lucky story is so lovely, beautiful. I hope somebody picks him up. Um, And I think someone will two seven ERA over two years. Thirty-two walks in two years, like I, I think someone will grab him. Yeah. But I just I I the logic wasn't there for me because it's not like like Licky is, and obviously they had to kind of take someone from the twenty-six man roster because Rodon is not going to just be on the floating forty. Yeah. But I don't know. It was it was it was a move I was not expecting.
1: Yeah. No. And I feel the exact same way. Like I'm looking at the forty man. And most of them are, uh, like, it's mainly our pitchers. Everywhere else on on our 40-man is actually fully makes sense, and most of them are actually on 26-man except, like, three of them. Because if you
0: DFA Debbie, then you can move Licky from the 26 to the 40.
1: To a a 40. And, like, fully can fit on the 40, I feel. And whether that be a floating, yeah, like, the floating 40 where, like, we it, it's it's he's a relief pitcher, so it's like a weekly change. A left-handed change. relief go, pitcher, a left hand, and you could go and switch every week and be exactly. like, oh, exactly, yeah, pull him up, pull him down, pull him up, pull him down. Doesn't it's not that big of a deal. And like there are people, like um, I'm I was just looking Jimmy Cordero, he is. I have to do this math now. Thirty-one years old as a pitch as a relief pitcher hasn't made an appearance for us. Hasn't pitched in the majors since yeah. 2020. There are people on it that very much could have been DFA'd, as we said. Devi Garcia, so sad. Loved Devi Garcia, but he I don't know ha- what just happened. hasn't had it. He just lost, and, and and do I want him to make a comeback? Of course, of course I want Debbie Garcia. To yeah. be well. he showed that he could have done so well when he did make an appearance, but. I would rather take Lucky, who has proven year after year that he is a very good pitcher in our bullpen, than somebody we're taking a risk on still.
0: Exactly. Um, I I very much believe that Lucky will be picked up by someone. I don't think this is the end of Lucky's second, second breath of a baseball career. Um, but it was surprising um now back to our left field predicament
1: i'm just gonna be honest um i hope that wherever luck he finds um he learns how to grow facial hair out
0: yeah god he needs he needs full he, facial he needs, hair he
1: needs, he needs something
0: he, needs, he something. needs it um so back to our left field hole right dream dream goal now is is reynolds Yes. Right? Solid left fielder, left-handed bat, which is the biggest draw. Um But our original dream goal, right, for left field was Andrew Benintendi. And that was swept from under our feet kind of out of nowhere last week, right? Yeah, like we heard out of nothing. absolutely
1: nowhere. We, we didn't hear much about Yankees talking about him. Didn't hear much about anybody else talking to him. Um, the only
0: other, the only things that I heard was that Houston was sort of interested, and that Ben and if it was up to him, would stay in New York. Um, but then, out of nowhere, he agrees to a five-year, seventy-five million-dollar deal with the White Sox. Yeah. Heartbreak.
1: White Sox, really? Yeah. Really?
0: What do you Wh- What do, do they have?
1: There? What do they have? They threw their season <laughs> away did last they year. What give you that
0: we can't? Um, which was upsetting. On its own. Um, and then we had Scotty's haunting but highly logical recommendation of Michael Brantley. Scotty, what happened with Michael Brantley?
1: Um, Michael Brantley, out of nowhere, again, guy hasn't been heard of in a few months because he got hurt. Magically, <laughs> signs um, a $12 million deal, one year deal. Back with the Astros,
0: with four million dollars possible on the table with an in incentives, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but then I, I saw right. So now we have a now we have a hole in left field. I peruse Twitter. I I take my time on the dreaded Bird app because who knows when it will shut down. Um, and then I don't know where I'll get any of my news from. Um, but. I saw some people tossing around the idea of Michael Conforto being our left fielder. Scotty, I'd raise you a question. Conforto, who hasn't played since 2021, or Oswaldo Cabrera in left field? Slash Aaron Hicks.
1: Oswaldo. i take Oswaldo over that. Look, like, Conforto is okay numbers, everything, but I feel like I'd rather have somebody that has shown themselves in New York. Granted, Confordor technically has shown himself in New York. That's a little bit different. It's the than New York. Um and exactly 2020 it's it's been a whole year of him not touching the field, not doing anything. He've added 232 back in 2021. And I, I don't I, I don't know if he, if he really has it. I would prefer Oswaldo.
0: At this point, I feel at like. At this
1: point, because I, I feel like he's shown himself in left field. I'd prefer somebody else as
0: well. I was going to say, which is upsetting because Oswaldo is such a Swiss army knife on the infield. He can play yeah. really all four. All four. Yeah, I mean, I, I, ideally he wouldn't play first base, but he. I think and, he did.
1: But I was—I don't know if he did or if he was trying it out and almost did. Yeah. Um, and I was looking at our 40-man as well and our current outfielders. Of course, you have the people who you know, Harrison Bader. Hicks, Judge, and Stanton. There's mm-hmm. two more names up there. Mr. Estevan Floreal, which I don't know if I trust him over. At this Hicks. point. I don't know if I trust him over. I just feel like he doesn't have the.
0: He doesn't have. The, uh, neither of them have the bat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then Everson. I can't say Everson's last name. Peraria? Peraria?
0: Oh, Peria or something?
1: Yeah, I get. But Everson has not seen the field at all. No. He's only 21. He's a very young buck <laughs> And we have some time with him though um, So I don't think we're going to see Everson He's been on our 40 man fight like, For a long year. time He's been on ours for a hot minute um, <clears throat> 2022 he was split To two teams He was in Somerset for the end of it About 283 in Somerset In
0: 2022? 2022
1: Mr. Everson um, but That's weird 40 man as well I'm Realizing some of these names in the 40-man, you're like, he's not going to get on. The thing is... Like, I, ever since sin, I don't see getting on the 40-man, no. I see Volpe getting on. Yeah. Playing before, and Volpe's not on the 40-man. Yeah.
0: Looking looking at our 40-man <sighs> like that, I feel like that makes the Reynolds trade...
1: Most reasonable.
0: Yeah. Because that's an actual legitimate left fielder. If you let Benintendi go, you actually, you need to replace him with an outfielder.
1: Yeah. You can't. Um, you can't go and have Hicks and left, or Stanley left. Can't have either, of them. bro. I just. I
0: need to get this out there. I'm anti Tyler Wade, as a person. Um, he was dating this girl that I follow on TikTok, and he didn't get her a gift on her birthday, and they broke up. And he's a terrible person. She's also 22, and he's 31. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and he was just a very bad boyfriend, and I'm upset. I was upset when I saw that they were dating, and then I was upset when I learned that he was a terrible boyfriend, and then I was super upset when I learned that he was dating a 22-year-old, and it wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) There it is! Um, But, yeah, I agree. Um, You can't have Aaron Hicks be your everyday outfielder. You cannot have John Carlos be your everyday left fielder. You are the goddamn Yankees, and that is the piece that we are missing to really do it. I, 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 The one thing that I've never understood about Cashman's approach to building a team is how the fuck are you not putting more left-handed bats in the lineup? How is our only left-handed bat, Anthony Rizzo, and a an occasional Aaron Hicks? Because... Newsflash, we have unfortunately lost Matt Carpenter to a one-year deal to the Padres, which is sad, but not for his baseball abilities.
1: Just, yeah, just for that, that two-month span. Yeah,
0: like, I, I, I don't think that the Yankees should have given him whatever the Padres ended up giving him, because I think that it was a, 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 a beautiful moment in time. But I don't see it being a sustainable moment in time. But Matt Carpenter was also not going to be the solution to our outfield problems. No. So you need to replace him with somebody who is an outfielder so you can use Cabrera the way that Cabrera should be used. Yeah. To replace Josh Donaldson. (laughs) (laughs) Or to play shortstop, and replace IKF until Anthony Volpe like, goes through puberty and is old enough to play professional sports.
1: <laughs> but it's still it's still a whole idea, and that brings up a perfect point. You look right now, our active roster, take away Hicks, because I don't want him on our active roster. I don't consider him a part of the active roster. <laughs> um, you have two players who can hit from the left side. That is Anthony Rizzo, and that is Oswaldo. Oh, yeah,
0: Oswaldo. But doing
1: That's it. That's yeah. two players, out and Oswaldo's bat- Oswaldo's a nine switch hitter, batters. so he's not taking he's not, every yeah, at He's not there every time. Out of your te- out of your nine batters, two of them can be lefty in a stadium built for left fielders. Brian Reynolds is a switch hitter, so he'll get there on the left side as well and will actually be able to play left field for us. What? He is he is take Aaron Hicks age him down, improve all of his stats.
0: (laughs) We had, like, three beautiful weeks of having a competent left fielder. I saw somebody on Twitter trying to, like, sell the trade. They were like, Pirates, we can send you Aaron Hicks of diving Minnesota Twins catch fame and Josh (laughs) Donaldson, former MVP, for the low, low price of your only good player. (laughs) Um, But I I agree. I think that that is – that's – that's the thing we're missing, is a left-handed bat, and getting a left-handed bat who can fill the the dark hole of Aaron Hicks in left field is exactly what we need. Um, so, I hope that we do it, and I think that trading Domingo Herman is the way to do it.
1: I think uh, I think that's a great place to start, and. What Hermann's like, twenty six, something like that. We've mentioned it before. He's very much young, and that is a team that is very young, and is looking. They're not looking for a starting pitcher who's thirty five. They're looking for a young pitcher that can ride out. And I think that Herman's a great place for them. I think that helps them a lot. I agree. And that takes a good load off of Lexi's back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then I. Then I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. We have any more problems because we dropped trash boy, so he's no longer there to hit his wife or girlfriend. That's Araldus Chapman.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, there was no relation to that being Aralda's Chapman, but I knew that was Chapman. <laughs> you knew
0: it. <laughs> and then I just have the players who are bad to be mad at. Josh Donaldson, Aaron Hicks, IKF, you're on thin fucking ice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um But that's all we've got for Yankee stuff, correct?
1: Yeah. And we mentioned, technically mentioned Carpenter already.
0: Yes, we did. Did you want to say farewell to Manny Mustache? Honestly,
1: there's a few people.
0: that are going to be f- like, honestly, I don't give a fuck. I haven't said farewell to like anybody. I was going to say, us. who do you, do you, do you, did you want to say any of your farewells? I mean, I, I, I feel have... like I'm the only one that gets emotional here. All You're like, shut mean, up. I
1: mean, Ben Ben Intendi breaks was my there. heart. And Teddy was stabbed. Especially saying he wanted to be in New York, that means that we just were lazy. We were caught up. We, we had were, we too much dist- going on. We were distracted. We were very much <laughs> distracted. And he goes, he, "He's the guy. He was in the back of the press conference, guys, guys. Guys, he had his he's bag like, packed. Oh. He, he, was, he was walking out of the locker room with a suitcase. Guys, I, guys, I signed with, I signed with Chicago. He are like Captain Aaron I feel like, All right, I bye feel guys. Like they signed,
0: <laughs> they signed Rizzo first because Rizzo was just on a podcast with." Joe Madden, I think. Um, and he was talking about how and, and Judge said too, like the Yankees signing back Rizzo was a really was helpful for him to like also want to re-sign whatever. But Rizzo said that <laughs> this is so funny. He sent pictures of so apparently Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo, their respective families, have Dachshunds dogs, and they're best friends. And he would send yeah. pictures of their dogs together and be like, don't break them up. They'll be so sad. Don't break them up. That is that was his approach to get Aaron Judge to re-sign with the Yankees. And and Harrison Bader was back yeah. like behind the like at the Aaron Judge press conference. So he was super much, excited about it. I am so sad about the outfield that never was of Andrew Benintendi, Harrison Bader, and Aaron Judge. Because that's hot. But yeah, you know the Yankees were a little caught up, and again yeah, you have mean, to respect Benettoni Andrew Benintendi for being a business Tyone, owner I feel like kind of, of himself. But again, that would have been a um, that's a kind of lefty bat and a leadoff lefty bat. That's sad to see go. Then, but sorry, I did not mean you know, to interrupt your time yeah, he, to be emotional and say goodbye to people. Now
1: he can go and be number one, number two in Chicago, uh, and then you have Carp, and you know, sad to see him go. But I feel like it was more of that. Jeremy Lynn situation with him. You know, comes to New York, balls out for two weeks, becomes the best man in New York, and then goes away. Yes. <laughs> yup. <laughs> that is exactly what I just did.
0: <laughs> did you just compare?
1: <laughs> I. Maddie
0: mustache to Lin sanity. <laughs> no, 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 I
1: didn't. No, I didn't. I think it was like a, a, a Stoudemire jersey. It was something wild.
0: Fair. I, I don't think it was I a Lynn. I might Scotty have. Scotty owned the like, Lin sanity uh, mixed jersey. <laughs>
1: it might have been. I don't remember. I, was, I think it was. I don't. Remember. It wasn't. I could have see you of Lin sanity
0: one. In fourth grade. But, but it definitely said. It did not just say Lin. <laughs> um, it said Lin sanity. Yeah, I mean. We oh, your jersey was a Stoudemire jersey. Ball. All right, you freak.
1: It was. It was like that. month That was like that, to show though, that Like he was arms. untouchable, <laughs> and the entire city of New York bowed down to him.
0: Do the it's actually a and boat then boat wet. Wet. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, what is he doing? <laughs> oh my God, he
1: was the same guy he's been <laughs> for the, the last three race. years.
0: <laughs> and then we were upset when he didn't do it in the playoffs. <laughs> How fucking dare you! (laughs) How fucking dare you strike out against the best starting pitching rotation after not seeing live pitching for two and a half months after being a god out of nowhere? How how dare you? Um,
1: But like we talked about this before, not it.
0: You know, sometimes I look back on how we acted in the playoffs and it was probably a little bit rude. But then again, the Yankees' performance (laughs) against the Astros was a little bit rude.
1: But got said that before. I said that earlier, you know, he was a he he's he's gonna find
0: somewhere because he has I the
1: ability and it was very much out of pocket. I feel
0: like long. do you wanna say goodbye to Lucas Lecky? you we're not gonna sit and I was about to say we're not gonna sit and chat about the next The first one we're gonna chat about. We're gonna chat about. I agree. Um we've gotta get moving here. It's forty we're forty five minutes in and we are still talking about the Yankees. So we're not gonna sit and I was about to say we're not gonna sit and chat about our next ones, but the first one we're gonna chat about, baby boy, pretty boy of baseball, Danby Swanson gonna, if we're we're has signed signed
1: about it There was one other one. That I you were, okay. Seven years, one hundred seventy-seven million
0: dollars with the Chicago Cubs. He is joining. Did you not think this is where it was started? I was starting? I'm gonna talk about this. <laughs> this is my joker Um, Seven years 177 dollars Wait million what is that team Why is that yesterday, team Yesterday which like first that. of all Was really fucking stupid To do a press conference On the same day I thought match. about that in my head And I go That was um, just goes <laughs> That is no, That Trump, is a- <laughs> Bellinger. I was thinking um, that in my head I When I thought b- about it
1: know <laughs> I was thinking that through my head I was like There <laughs> is They didn't grab a t- like. <laughs> okay,
0: They let go They of no, their one true. diversity hire in Wilson Contreras. That, that's
1: very true. But I was just thinking that in my head. I was like, it's not like they were going and grabbing the top of Okay, but of their also, the Cubs that, that won the
0: World like, Series would not shortstop. win any diversity.
1: No, but I was saying. Anthony I was saying, Rizzo he's, being he's Italian, they were there. like, he's he's that's
0: borderline. <laughs>
1: <I was> <laughs> Dansby was up there with being the top shortstop. Hey, hey now. Yeah but i was saying but like but like Cody Bellin he hit 277 and the 776 with top
0: OPS for the Braves last year while playing and well, this were talking i think is his most important earlier, most marketable like stat played you all of hon rodon
1: games. verlander de and, and Tyone. like <laughs> they they took they didn't i guess they didn't realize the drop off when they're like we're getting the sixth best pitcher there is in the pre in agency i actually not want to
0: My own, I actually did not want to sit and talk about yes. Danny Swanson too much. I mean, I always want to talk about Davey Swanson, but I think what's important is that the in shortstops alone between this was before Carlos Correa's new contract, which we'll get to that mess next. I what, think that's who you thought I was going to talk five? about. <laughs> um, this is a, this original contract between Correa, Turner, Bogarts, and Swanson. The position earned yeah. four over one players, billion, dollars billion dollars in free agency. That is this year. a lot of money. Love yeah. players, Bogarts. Turner Greya Swanson that would be 4 look at us we can count um well, listen see, i the, the issue was that they didn't sign him for 50 with my entire 12. heart um <laughs> so they very they see didn't get him when They I didn't get him when he was young enough so you're like, you're can't do not it <laughs> bringing him back but that was years he that was the issue <laughs> this is true this is true this is true i think i genuinely think if his performance was set if he started performing like this in 2021 yeah. right so if he so his 2021 and 2022 yeah, were his big like jump years team, if his jump years were 2020 which borderline but anybody like whatever 2020 and 2021 i think they would have signed him in 2021 and given him one of their stupid ridiculous they contracts for America. low money a bajillion years but they pay you five dollars a year. not
1: anybody through free agency. They only give <laughs> they're playing they're playing on the wrong calendar here. They're like it's free agency. It's like game 75 of the yeah, year. So.
0: <laughs> you know I question I, I question their business approach. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing they're playing on the wrong calendar. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. um now let's talk about Carlos Correa so Carlos Correa was this reported last week that he was signing with the Giants yes he was originally set to sign with the Giants on Wednesday his press conference was also supposed to be Wednesday but then on Tuesday the Giants postponed Carlos Correa's press conference due to a concern after his physical. Um, apparently, that's also what went on was they were concerned 2014? about a lingering ankle injury how lingering from 2014. lingering I say that with extreme quotes. I think they just got gun-shy about how many years they were oh, offering that's him. God. I I think they they finally uh, got his stats. I think they finally got his stats from last year, and they were like, (laughs) "Oh, you're not as good (laughs) as we thought you were. Maybe old man Brandon Crawford is our better option." (laughs) And then Wednesday at three fifteen in the morning New York time. The Mets and Carlos Correa just land on a 12 year, $315 million deal. So the New York Mets current payroll is estimated to be about. Three hundred and eighty-four million dollars. The luxury tax payment alone will you exceed one hundred and eleven million, and their total yeah, payroll total, project total projects to be four hundred and ninety-five million. The previous so max, max payroll in baseball was million less than $350 dollars. You're totaling up to eight hundred million dollars. And the Mets are at almost half a billion through all the people they have signed.
1: That, that free. makes sense. sense.
0: The yeah, Mets spent sense. more do, more in free agency in one night on Carlos Correa than the Pirates have spent since 2010. So the Mets spent 315 hundred in one hundred night. Since 2010, the Pirates have spent Scottie, $207 million. Uh, additionally, the Mets also I just... For two years, $5 million. So Correa will now be playing third base. Um, Scotty, what... I want you to talk about. Uh, additionally, the Mets also signed... Adam know for it's, two or fourteen point five million dollars. It's an dollars, interesting situation. Uh, deal, but that's the whole his thing again to them at this point. It, it, um, he's getting moved Scottie, to third base,
1: and I think that I was something he that he was willing Carlos to do, and he should be honestly. He has, make it 12 years, it's an interesting situation. yeah, a little longer, and and you know we've spoken that he is easily, not easily, but he is one of the top that'll make defensive shortstops, especially with his arm. That is in the league. And I think that that will transition while well the third base. But at the same pace, he has amazing range. And now you're limiting that to him. Yeah, you're limiting him. And you're putting instead Francisco Lindor. You're letting Francisco Lindor keep his shortstop spot. I don't know. I mean, that's wasted. What is up with these teams collecting shortstops?
0: Everybody just wants a shortstop. You're
1: looking. You're looking. Well, because what are you gonna kick out? you and Jeff You're Neal? looking like, at like this? this is. This is everybody doing. What, what is up with these teams the collecting shortstops? Get
0: when the shortstops, you can throw
1: them wherever. Get the shortstop. Like the Dodgers. We don't have
0: them a shortstop at all. <laughs>
1: 12 years
0: it's, is a long I, time. I think, I think it is a. 12 years is a, a long waste. time. He's tw- uh, 29 uh, now. Okay, he's 41 when he ends. I agree with that. I think it is a waste of money because I don't think that the way that he hit. Huh? 12 years is a long time for a guy who had. 12 years is a long time for a guy who had two good years on a team that was cheating. So, last year was, and I apologize for lack of a better term, raw-dogged Carlos Correa. And he was average. Okay. Right? Especially Defensively, the question mark has never been defensively. Offensively, he was all right. He was not a standout in any sense. And he was yeah not the best shortstop on the West Coast. He was not the best shortstop in the American League. You know, he wasn't... He was he got the guy who replaced him yeah. in Houston was better than him, and it's 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 curious that this is the year that Carlos Correa is getting his payout when it should have been last year. Yeah, two years ago he performed, and we kind of talked. I I talked about this last week. I was gonna say we talked yeah. about this last week, and I remembered I talked to a wall last week. Yeah. Um, in that it just it doesn't feel like he performed. Two years ago, he performed the way that for three hundred and fifteen million dollars. Last year, he did not perform it at three hundred and fifteen million dollar pace.
1: Well, I think it's so funny. Um, I my, so my favorite part of all of this going um, down. I is think it's all also funny
0: because Met fans love like, to say. That I, I, the I remember saw World Series I saw one yesterday. I forget and the, the exact Mets post.
1: And um, it goes, "Wow, this is really great." can never end in disappointment, right? <laughs> right, guys? Guys? <laughs> guys? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be...
0: And, uh, it goes, it's, uh, wow, it's this is really great. Can never end in disappointment, Cohen right? In <laughs> 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 guys? Guys? <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> It'll be... It's interesting the because the of the you the have Steve Cohen, who's just a Met fan at heart just do like living yeah, out wait, everybody's like at the
1: same like, time like yeah so let's let's think but, of their so roster so like half, right half now. of you is uh, like you have like the dreamer in you 45 is like this year is old fantastic Justin Verlander but the cynic in you is like 42 year old Max Scherzer end. um you're going to have horribly. a 41 year old Carlos Correa um what and yeah but eventually he's going to be 41 on that team Lindor is going to be I don't know what he's at right now but he
0: in 12 years. God.
1: I mean, in 12 years. I'm still shocked that that man is below the age of 30 You're going to have an old sure. Francisco
0: Lindor. <laughs> you're going to have an older in and you know fatter you're Peter You're going to Alon- see the Peter same damn team. Being a Met fan in seven years is going to suck again. <laughs> And we're like, and Brendan Nimmo back at it again. You're gonna hear those fucking trumpets and you're gonna get pissed off. <laughs> but you know, let them have their fun, they'll get beat out by the Phillies in the wild card, anyway. So, um, now the next ones we really no. gotta we gotta motor through. Just a quick check in on our dear friend, Mr. Gallo, he signed a one year. 11 million dollar deal with the twins i did not realize he's only 29 yeah Yeah. apparently he had a 4-7 war in 2021 (laughs) but jeff passan jeff passan says himself this is a make or break you want to know what that's on that's on the bible (laughs) Because that is Jeff passing. They're like, hey, fans, goes. you like the do- you like the Red Sox? <laughs> um, Too late. <laughs> let's continue to talk about how the Red Sox continue to just take L's. Just keep fucking going. Um, Say Whitney
1: likes Why is his whole name on his jersey?
0: <laughs> so, started with on Saturday, five-time All-Star and my nemesis on the Red Sox. Why is, told- Why is his whole name on the jersey? J.D. Martinez and the Dodgers agree on a one-year, $10 million contract. The only other team I have heard be cheered against at Red Sox, Celtics, Bruins games, is always the Yankees at all three of them. The fucking annoying. I get it at Sox games sometimes. Hearing it at Celtics games is ridiculous. And hearing it at, um, on ice dancing is uh, Stupid. But the only other team that they chatted about is the Dodgers. So, J.D. Martinez going there, fucking hysterical. <laughs> like, you God, never realized that? I was talking to my friends about this, and they're all very upset about it. And I was like, I fucking hate J.D. Martinez. And they're like, oh, why? Because he's good? And I'm like, no, why the fuck is his entire name on his jersey? And they're like, his whole name's on his jersey? I go, why do I? I was like, how do I know that? And you guys don't know that. Um, so, to to replace as much as it pains me to say a very talented JD Martinez Where is he gonna They instead signed thirty eight year D8 old H- Justin H- Turner <laughs> to a two mi- two year just shy of twenty-two million dollar yeah. deal.
1: Yeah! Maybe Devers is well, gonna to short <laughs>
0: thing. You wanna know what this hits at? Like They're yeah. not bringing yeah. back <laughs> Devers! <laughs> because what are you gonna DH the you best can't third 1st You're second, giving him 20, second or third best third baseman in the league. You gotta play him. Are you going to DH a 38-year-old senior citizen? You know, it's just yeah. You can't not play him. It's just a little bit shocking. Um. So that was a, a choice. Is the Yankees won. Um. And I'm apparently sure. there have been <laughs> the chitter chatters about wish. Devers and um, other teams that's, that's chatting awesome. it up. Um. And then the only other one, huh?
1: Um. God, so really, I'm could you looking at it now, and besides Michael um, Brantley re-signing with Houston.
0: That's Everything that's all I have. Is, is the Red Sox just plowing themselves nothing, into nothing the Nothing in the middle of the country. Scott, you want to read yours off? Oh. What, who, who, who who have we missed?
1: Yeah, that's it. He ha, he hasn't been relevant. <laughs> um, Seth Lugo goes from the Mets to the Padres, crosses the country there. Mike um, Mustafa got to Along with that, as we already said, I know that's not um, relevant. It just happened today. Goes basically <laughs> it just happened within, today. Um, over to San Diego. Um. You also get Brandon Drury From his time Not only was Yeah, yeah He's just been with the uh, I, I thought he was with the Nationals he wasn't, Yeah probably wasn't But he went from San Diego To um, Anaheim And then even in the same way If you want to bring Carlos Correa in there He goes from San Fran To New York <laughs> Can any team in the middle of the country Like want to make a move <laughs> Besides the Benny deal I guess Good point <laughs> No, but I mean like within the last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who's gonna do it? Scott? So yeah, a lot of a lot of smaller deals. Um, the Rangers signed um, Padres making Jake their Duvall? moves, but I can't imagine that Carpenter is gonna be the biggest oh, one. For yeah, that. no, they're all. Asleep. Lugo will be a good one. It's hibernation one. time. will be a good setup man into Mr. Josh Hader. And then finally, unrelated to free agency, Clayton Kershaw is going to pitch for Team USA. We're actually getting starting pitchers, and we're. Yeah, that's true.
0: He's just trying to do, like, everything before he dies. Um, but that's all I've got. That's all scotty has got. Hopefully the Yankees fill that left field hole, uh, and soon, because I'm just getting antsy. Um... But please give us a follow over on Instagram, Scotty, because crushes it, kills it, does the damn thing over there at pinstripe.podcast and interact with the show on whatever platform you're listening to. And we will have a new episode out next Friday. For Scotty, I am Lexi, and this has been the Pinstripe Podcast. Bye!